Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Product Powerhouse podcast for 2023. I am so excited for a fresh year. I'm looking forward to this year. I know a lot of people right now are publishing their like year in review type podcast episodes. They're giving you all the inside information. I've been listening to them all day. However, I am not ready to do that. I am someone who needs time to process things. I tend to react very emotionally. And when I give myself time to really like digest and evaluate and reflect on the things that actually happened in an objective way. So like data is great and you can be objective about it, but I tend to need time to give myself that space to not be so emotional about things. So I am not giving you that episode today. I am not going to talk about the top things in 2022. I'm not going to talk about my mistakes, anything like that. What I am going to do is I'm going to share with you a very special presentation. It's a one-sided, so it's not an interview. This is a presentation from the Holiday Handmade Prep Summit from a very inspirational entrepreneur that I follow, Carly. I specifically chose her for the summit from the very beginning because I love her approach to doing business and goal setting and aligning with how we feel. Although I am very emotional, I would also say like, oh, stuff those feelings down. They don't matter. Like you're not supposed to have feelings. And so this is something that I've worked through over the last several years. This presentation is all about setting goals that feel good. And that is not necessarily mean a monetary goal. It could. You could still set a monetary goal. But you can also set goals about how you want to spend your time and how you want to feel in your business every day. This is a big one for me. One of my goals that I have set for this year is about feeling joy within my business. My fire has been a little bit dimmed the last few months, and I will explain more about that later. But I really want to feel that like spark again. And so as I was thinking about this episode and what I really wanted to say, I was reminded of Carly's presentation from the Handmade Summit, and I knew I wanted to share it again. I got her permission to share this episode with you. It's really, really good. What was really good for me, and I would recommend maybe you take some time to do this too if you're having these kind of similar feelings, if you're really craving feeling good within your business or within yourself in the goals that you set for this year, I recommend you listen to this episode and then journal. I was editing the episode for the podcast right before my nightly journal session. I spend about 10 minutes every night journaling, and it was one of my favorite sessions I've had in the last few weeks. Like, it was really powerful thinking about how I want to feel in my business. So I encourage you to listen to this episode. And then if you're a journaler, take some time to journal. Even if you're just like someone who contemplate things, like take some time to think about the things that she's talking about and how can you incorporate this. I know I'm going to be reworking my goals a little bit. I haven't set like any concrete goals that I'm like, yep, this is what's happening, but I'm definitely thinking and processing about how I'm going to set those goals based on her recommendations and how can I 
make it a little bit more fun than like, I'm going to make $30 billion this year. (laughs) I hope you enjoy this presentation. Let me tell you where to find Carly. If you want to get in touch with Carly or you want to just get into her world, she's fantastic. She's an Etsy coach. She's just a wonderful human. I adore her. I'm going to have her on the podcast as like a separate interview soon. But you can find her at toucanco.com. So it's T-W-O-C-A-N-C-O.com. Of course, I'll have that link in the show notes. I will also have her Instagram link in the show notes. I know that's so much easier than me spelling it out for you. So let's jump into this episode. Everybody, my name is Carly, and I'm so excited to talk to you today about setting goals and setting yourself up for success to feel good this holiday season. I have been selling on Etsy since 2014. I've sold custom wedding invitations, semi-custom wedding invitations, products, and templates. So I've done all the different things, and I know that the holiday season, business owning aside, is a time that brings up a lot of feels for people and is sometimes really hard, let alone trying to manage a business through that and reach your goals while feeling good. So today I want to give you some tools that will help you feel good and set goals that feel good. So I am also a certified magnetic coach and a lot of what I teach has to do with mindset. That's what we're going to get into today about our brains and how they're always making connections. I'm going to tell you really several different ways that you can set goals and you get to take the pieces that feel good. What I don't want you to do from this is do every single thing that I do because they're not all going to go together, but for you to take bits and pieces and apply what feels good to your business. So when it comes to setting goals, it's really important that our goals feel good to us because when our goals don't feel good to us, we often don't hit them because if what you're working towards we don't like, it feels bad, you're naturally going to have a lot of resistance towards them. And you're naturally going to not do the work to get there because it doesn't feel good. And so the entire process needs to feel good. And the end result needs to feel good. And so how can you set your goals for your business for your revenue that you can like really see yourself doing, but also make a lot of sense for us. You may have heard of SMART goals. You can Google SMART goals, but they are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. What I want to focus on here is really the measuring part. How are you going to measure your goals? When you're talking about financial goals, it's really easy to measure goals, right? You can just see, wow, I've made $5,000. My goal is $6,000. I know exactly where I'm at with my goals, right? So financial measuring makes a lot of sense, but in terms of setting goals that feel good, how can you measure feeling? How something that is non-monetary. For every monetary goal that I set, I usually set a non-monetary goal. So if I had a goal of $10,000, I might also set the intention for how I want to feel during a specific season. It might be that I want to have a lot of space, that I want to be able to take X number of time off. It could just be how I feel, but this is where the measuring part is really important that you know how you're going to measure that. Because if I just say, I want to feel good. Okay. How do you know when you feel good? How can you look back and at January 1st at the three months during this holiday season, how will you know 
if you reached the goal of feeling good. In that moment, you might feel good, but how can we look at it as a whole? So really thinking through how you want to measure your goals and how you can keep track of feelings. So if I wanted to spend a certain amount of time with my friends and family, that is something that is relatively easy for me to track because I can mark them off on the calendar when I do them. I have this handy dandy little notepad that I got from Liam Moss on Etsy, but this tracks different things. So this says quit time, water intake, vitamins, workout, walk, but you could totally do this for the holiday season of quitting at 5 p.m. or letting your kids come in and help you pack orders. Any of the goals that you set for yourself should be specific to you. So going back to the SMART goals, they should be specific. They should mean something to you. We're way more likely to hit our goals when they're important to us. And when there's like, when they feel good, when there's meaning behind them versus if I said, I want you to hit 50K, if that means nothing to you, if you don't feel like that's possible, if that feels bad because of the amount of stuff you would have to do that, you're going to be less likely to hit it because it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It just like instantly creates a lot of stress. And so as you're thinking about your goals, if you have a goal right now that feels like a huge stretch, but in a negative way, how can we reframe that and shift it? It doesn't even necessarily mean that you have to change the goal. If it's what you want, it's what you want. But how can we make the process of it feel a little bit better? One of the ways that we can do that is really having the measuring stick that makes sense for you, but also have miniature measuring sticks along the way. So this, again, this is easy for financial goals where you have, okay, I want to make 10K. Well, every $1,000 celebrate. Great. That's an easy way to track your money goals. When it's about feelings or something that's not as easy to see on a screen as dollars, how can you have these miniature goals to celebrate along the way? Celebrating really keeps the momentum. It keeps it building. It feels good. And when we can feel good about our goals, like I just said, we'll be more likely to hit them. So what can you do now to set yourself up for success about feeling good about your goals? Our brain is always going to take the path of least resistance when it comes to life. And if you're feeling a lot of resistance to big goals, how can we remove some of that resistance? This advice or example is not a good fit for everybody. Hear me out. Like I said, you're going to be able to take little pieces of this and just tweak. That's really all that it takes for your goals to feel good is a little bit of tweaking to make them feel good. And so this is something that I used to do as an example. Let's say using a monetary goal, because that's easy as an example If I wanted to hit 10K, I might actually set my goal to 20K because I was not attached to the 20K. And I know that speaking about the miniature goals along the way, I know that in order for me to hit 20K, I actually have to hit 10K. But there's not a lot of resistance to me hitting 20K. I haven't built that up in my head as much as maybe I built up 10K, right? Because if you are continually growing, you know what that next threshold is. You know what that next number is, whether it's revenue, number of products that you're moving, any pick a number, like you know what that next number is that you're reaching for. And as we reach for that number, we get a lot of feelings about why we can't have it or why it's going to be really hard or we're not prepared. And so there's a lot of resistance and stickiness around this just 
number. It's just a number. It doesn't have any meaning, but we give it a lot of meaning. And so in the process of giving that a lot of meaning, it started to feel really bad to work towards. So I just picked a new number. Picking a new number is a really easy way to remove some of that resistance. And I've done this multiple times in my business where I'm working towards something and all of a sudden I'm just like, this feels terrible. Like I hate that I'm working towards this. And so it's up to me to shift that slightly. Instead of 20K, if that feels just like way too out of reach, it could have been like 10,500. That's a big enough difference that there might be less resistance or 11,000 or 9,000. Like you can actually go in either way. What I would say about setting any goal, I wouldn't go lower than what you want. If that feels good, if going lower feels good to you, then you totally can. But if what you actually want is bigger, I would challenge you to go a little bit bigger. I recently was having a conversation with one of my clients and she said, I want to have a 5k month. And I said, great. I knew she wanted more than that because she had previously just told me that she wanted more than that. And I said, that's interesting. Is that all that you want? And she was like, no, I actually want this other thing. So we, through a conversation, she decided to up the goal to what she actually wanted, which was 7,500. And what followed was the action that aligned to the bigger goal. And so non-monetary, like money aside, if your goal is to spend a lot of time with your family, having that be the goal and knowing that's what you're working towards, you're going to be taking action to work towards that thing. And the action of, I want to spend time with them one day a week, and the action of, I want to spend every single day with them is going to be very different. Just as the action to hit $1,000 might be very different than the action to hit $10,000. The way that we approach things and the systems we set ourselves up with and the support that we get and the things that we do and the things that we think completely change as the goal changes. And so it's up to us to set those goals to be things that feel really good to be supportive of what we actually want. Because if what you actually want is to spend time with your family every single day, but you're setting yourself up for one day, are you actually getting what you want? Are you actually setting yourself up for success? And sometimes we don't set ourselves up for success because of the fear of not getting it. But in the process of not getting it, you're going to get a lot closer than if you don't even let yourself go there in the first place. So what do you want to feel this season and how can you put a measure on that in addition to your money goals? And so here are some questions that you can ask yourself when you're setting these goals to work through creating a goal around just the desire that you have. Again, like it's pretty easy to know I want to make X amount of money, but really the intention behind how you feel can sometimes feel a little bit trickier to set goals for. So what is it that you really want? What would you look back on this year and think that really made me proud? The way that I showed up, the way that this fill in the blank. And then ask yourself, how will I know when I've achieved that? So if your goal is to feel good, if your goal is to create more space, to feel a sense of calm, however you want to feel, how will you know when you've achieved that? And is this something that you could maybe check in every day? Maybe you could check in on it every week. How often do you want to check in on it? How can you set up your goals in a way that is supportive of both your goal and also your life? If it's unrealistic for you to spend 
10 minutes a day checking in and doing a little tally for yourself, like what would be supportive? What is going to be supportive of you reaching your goals? So how will you know when you've achieved it? So this is that measurable part of it. And how can you set just like maybe a lot of goals, maybe different feeling goals, different goals throughout your day? Because when we have that momentum, it continues. And it's more fun to wake up with this positive momentum. We're going to celebrate. I'm going to have a glass of wine as I pack these orders and really celebrate how much I have accomplished in such a short period of time or how this feels really amazing today and just celebrating. Wow. I feel a lot better than I did last year. And that's a great way to look at if you've been in business for a while and you've maybe had rough times looking back and noticing how you felt during that time. We don't need to focus on how bad we felt during that time, but when you know what you don't want and you know how you don't want to feel and you know what didn't work before, you can use that to set goals for what you do want, for how you do want to feel, for how you do want it to go. And so what I found for a lot of my clients is that preparing really helps. Like most of us really like to have a sense of control and we like to feel like we know what's happening and we want to get ahead. Being behind doesn't necessarily feel good, but what is behind even is just something that we made up. So if you want to feel ahead, how can you measure that? What can you do now to set yourself up for that? Sometimes when we're in the thick of it and things are going poorly and you're not hitting your goals and it feels bad, it's really hard to make it feel good. And so what can you do now to set yourself up for that? How can you create smaller goals to celebrate along the way so that there's always something to feel good about? Whether you hit your goals or not, no matter how you decide to set them up, you are not your goals. They do not define you. Not hitting your goals doesn't mean anything about you. As I mentioned earlier, I tend to set really high goals. I almost never reach my goals. (laughs) And it's not that I'm not doing incredible things. It's just how I choose to view my goals. You could choose to view your goals in any way that's going to feel really good. Something that feels really good to me might feel bad to you. And something that feels bad to you might feel really good to me. And so being able to know what is good for you and your business and know that it's not going to be what is what everybody does. And so how can you create a system for yourself in your business that's supportive of where you want to go instead of use if smart goals for that example, like a lot of people love smart goals. If that really works for you, go through and do it all. For me, that feels really restricting. And I don't necessarily like putting a timeline on, especially the way that I feel like we, our feelings is our guidance system and we get to feel all of our feelings, but at the same time, we don't have to make them be true. Feelings come and go. And putting a timeline on specifically my feelings and how I feel, that doesn't necessarily feel good to me. So the timeline you also get to play with. And that's one of the reasons that I don't specifically set SMART goals because that part doesn't really feel good to me. What does feel good, and maybe this will feel good to some of you, is if the goal is, using money as an example, if the goal is 10K or the goal is you want to sell 20 items, maybe it's not I need to do this in 30 days or I need to do this in November, but I wonder how quickly I can do that. When we take the timeline away from it, 
and focus on, oh, I just can't wait to see how quick I can do this. This is going to be really fun. I can't wait to achieve this goal. Doesn't that feel better than I only have 15 days left? Oh, no. And what's really interesting is that time is not real and calendars are also made up. And looking at like one of my clients last year hit her goal in 31 days, but the month only had 30 days. And so I was like, okay, let's zoom out here because you did this in a month. And just because it doesn't fall on the calendar, that doesn't make it any less extraordinary that you did what you didn't think you were, was possible for you in such a short amount of time. And so even if it takes 32 days or 35 days, we don't have to make it a bad thing that we're getting the things that we want and we're achieving the things that we want and we're feeling the way that we want to feel just because it doesn't fall in like a calendar because that doesn't matter. And so maybe it would feel good for you to take some of the restrictions and restraint and pressure around dates and times and just focus on the feeling good, focus on the numbers. And maybe it is reaching for doing it as quick as you can, or that still might feel like pressure. So what would feel like less pressure? Maybe it's having the most fun while you do it, doing it Maybe it's not as quick as you can, but just seeing how long it takes. I wonder how long it would take me to do this thing. I wonder how long it would take for me to really feel this way that I want to feel. Or even looking at, okay, last time I did this in 60 days, I wonder if I could do it in 45. Last time this took me three months, maybe this time I could do it in one less day because that's still improvement and that's still getting better. And even if the goal is the same as last year, the goal doesn't always have to be getting better, but maybe the goal is feeling better. So how can I reach the same goals that I had last year, but feel better about the entire process? Because what we don't want is to have some big money goal that is achievable, but at the detriment and sacrifice of you and how you feel and your life. <laughs> because a lot of people do that. And so being able to have goals for multiple things and hold both goals and hold both feelings and hold all of it at the same time is such a skill. And it does take practice, but it feels better when we can do both. Because the truth is we don't have to choose between the money that we want and feeling the way that we want to feel. But a lot of times we do that unintentionally because we only go after one. As humans, we can handle a lot of duality. We can handle multiple things at once. We can be really happy while there's a lot of bad things happening. We can find success in one area while we're totally failing at something else. We're capable of holding all of these things. And the amount of attention that you're giving to every little piece of it is up to you. And so if something starts to feel bad, how can you shift your focus to everything that's feeling good? knowing you're actually capable of a lot of things. You definitely can have 20 goals if you want them, especially if that 20 is all adding up to one bigger, like we're capable of a lot of things. And how have you been limiting yourself that you want to release some of those limitations in order to feel a lot better? How can we set a lot of goals, do a lot of things, or maybe that sounds terrible. And you realize like in me saying that there was a lot of, I don't want that right now. I can't handle it. That's totally fine too. You and your body is the best guidance system for your business. Because as I say things, if there's a lot of, Ooh, no, 
then that's your answer. (laughs) You know if it's a good fit or not. If I say something and it's, oh, that's interesting. That sounds really fun. Then you know that maybe that's an opportunity for you to try it or for you to tweak it and make it your own. So I hope this was helpful in thinking about your goals and your life and your feelings maybe in a slightly different way. I know that the holiday season is a lot. And I also know that we are incredible human beings that are capable of honestly so much and being able to hold so much duality and so much bothness. And we're able to both have a really incredible life with our families and with our friends while also hitting all of our business goals and feeling really successful and accomplished and happy. And so you don't have to choose one or the other, you get to have both and really setting the intention now that you will get to have both and that you're ready for both. And how can you manage both? Instead of just one, how can you really focus on both? Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope this was helpful. I can't wait to hear about all of the goals that you inevitably will hit this holiday season. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create, and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business.